Welcome to the Monument Hunts Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Kimenaugh. Have you ever been hunting for information when planning a trip, but didn't really feel like you had an insider's perspective on what to do and where to go? Well, I certainly have had that feeling. I love my home state of Nebraska and outdoor recreation, and when I can combine those two things together, I reach a stage of peacefulness that is unmatched. On top of that, it brings me a lot of joy when I get to share stories and give tips to folks looking to come experience Nebraska's outdoor recreation opportunities. Through this podcast, our discussions will cover topics of hunting, fishing, camping, and general outdoor recreation throughout all of Nebraska. Please sit back and enjoy today's discussion. Welcome to the Monument Hunts podcast. This is episode number three. We are going to be talking about fall fishing. That's right, fall fishing. You're probably sitting there thinking to yourself, fall fishing? What do you mean fall fishing? Isn't it time for football, for hunting? Of course, it's fall. But fall fishing should be part of the fall season for you as well. I know a lot of people think fishing as a spring and summer activity because they're out there, they're part of the activity with all the spawning fish and the other fish that are chasing the spawning fish. So fishing definitely is a spring and summer activity, but it's also a fall activity and it can still be a really fantastic time. A couple of things that you might not have considered is the fact that, you know what, during the fall, the weather has started to cool off. So the temperatures during the day are nowhere nearly as hot. The water temperatures have not completely cooled off to the freezing point yet. So fish activity is still very strong during the fall. So why not give fall fishing a try? I say go for it. I think it's a fantastic time to get out there. It's an enjoyable time of year to be outside for any activity. And if you can't get out there hunting for some reason, and you just need to go spend an evening out doing a little bit of fishing, why not? So what do you need to know about fall fishing? Well, first off, Nebraska has over 450 lakes and streams that are open to public access. That means if you took just one of those each day and went to them, it would take you more than a year to go to every single one of those accesses in the state of Nebraska. That's a lot of opportunity, and to be quite honest with you, if you went to only one every day, you wouldn't get the idea of what that fishery is even like until you spent several days there. Possibly as big as some of these places are, weeks there. So there's really no excuse as far as access goes in the state of Nebraska. There's lots of opportunity, and there's probably something close by, which means you can take those evening trips and go do a quick fishing adventure. What else do you need, though? Well, first and foremost, you need one of the five guides that the state of Nebraska has out. That first one, that is the regulations guide. You need to have that, you need to know it, and you need to follow it. The regulations guide is going to give you size limits, it's going to give you possession limits, it's going to give you a lot of information about what you can and cannot do on your fishing trip. The other four guides that are out there of the five that Nebraska has 
are all interactive maps. Now, those interactive maps are going to help you with planning your trip. These maps are the public fishing access, lake contour, public boating access, and Missouri River access guides. All four of these, again, are interactive maps. So what they're going to do is they're going to give you some information on where to go to get on to that particular body of water, lake, stream, and they're going to tell you what kind of access there is, whether it's boating access or not. And the other piece of it is they're going to give you information about the general lake itself, in particular the contour piece of it. So with that information, you can figure out where you want to go, how to get there, and what to do once you get there, and where to go once you get there. So now that you've got that bit of information in hand, the next thing you want to do is figure out what fish do I want to go for during the fall fishing season. Well, a lot of people are probably thinking, if the water's starting to cool off, then I need to go after cold water fish. Well, what cold water fish come to mind when you think of it? And those are usually your toothy fish, your walleye, pike, muskie, as well as your cold water stream fish, trout. So Nebraska has opportunity for all of those, but we cannot forget that bass are still active as well as crappie, catfish they're all still active again the water has not started to cool off to the point where you're thinking about okay now I'm gonna wait till I have ice on the water so because we don't have the icy water yet we just have cooler water we still have active fish and during the fall the waters start to go through a turnover process what a turnover process is, if you don't know, is the surface water that's gotten really hot over the summer and pushed fish that need to or want to stay in cool water deeper. That water now is starting to cool off. The colder upper layers are starting to merge and mingle with those deeper, cooler waters. So that barrier that was kind of there is broken. And those fish that were down deep are now starting to migrate a little bit more often back towards the surface. The other piece that comes into play during this turnover is aquatic plant life is starting to die off. The cooler water, the shorter days, means that those plants can't tolerate it anymore and they're going to die off and start to go into their winter mode. So what happens with that is all of those prey fish, your bluegill, your alewife, your shad, are starting to lose some of their protective cover. So cooler surface waters means those big toothy fish, walleye, are coming up more often to the surface. You have less cover for the bait fish, so you have an opportunity now for those predator fish to go after the prey fish with a little bit of ease. In turn, for you as the angler, that means you have fish activity for your fishing trip during the fall. 
Now, I'm not saying that the water temperature is conducive to super active fish, but I am saying that the fish are still active. They are coming up to the surface more often. They are able to hunt a little easier, and so fall fishing is still a fantastic opportunity. Also, with that turnover in the cool water, you no longer have to have a boat to get further away from the shoreline so that you can get your line down into a deep hole in the lake somewhere or the stream. You can stay along the shoreline, no boat necessary, so those smaller areas become a little bit more accessible for you and you can do your fishing. Again, another fantastic reason to get out in the fall because during the evening you don't have to hook up the trailer, you don't have to worry about taking it out there, you don't have to worry about all the cleanup, so it makes it a really good time of year for fishing. Okay, so you know what kind of fish you want to go after, you know what lakes you want to go to or streams, now what? So now you're armed with a bunch of information and you're all excited about going out and doing some fishing during the fall. The next question you've got is, where do I go to catch whatever fish it is that you've got in mind that you want to go after? So let's get into that and we'll cover some places on where to go for different types of fish across Nebraska. So let's start off with my favorite fish. And this isn't just fish to catch, this is fish to eat, and that's the walleye. They're fun fish to go after, they're fantastic fish to eat, and Nebraska has some really good places to go. The most popular place in Nebraska to go is Merritt Reservoir. This is one of the top walleye fisheries in the state. However, it's not the most recognized walleye fisheries. Field and Stream recognized Lake McConaughey as the number four walleye fishery in the entire United States. That's a pretty prestigious little nod to McConaughey. McConaughey being the biggest reservoir in the state of Nebraska gets a lot of attention. There are a lot of people there who go camping, they go boating, they go fishing. So there's a lot of focus on McConaughey. Nothing wrong with that. McConaughey is a fantastic walleye fishery as well. Being as big as McConaughey is, it probably would not hurt to have, at least for the first time or two, a guide take you out to kind of show you where to go, particularly in a cert at certain times of the year because the fish are going to be in different locations. In the fall, it's going to be no different. Having somebody that has spent time on the lake, and when I say time, a lot of these guys that have been out on McConaughey doing the guiding, they're out there every single day, some of them every single day of the year when it's possible, and they've done this for years. So they know this lake inside and out. But I'm not telling you to go get a guide, learn a couple of spots, and then go sit on that guide's spots. I'm telling you, go out with a guide, learn about the fishery, learn about the types of structures that that guide is going to, and then you start doing a little bit of work on your own, and you start finding some of those. It's not to say that you can't go back and go to some of those spots, but just do the guide a favor, and don't just sit on the spots that he takes you to. 
So those are probably the two most popular places to do some walleye fishing. However, they're not the only places to do a little bit of walleye fishing. You can find some nice deep holes in some of the smaller lakes like Elwood, Maloney, Oliver, Minotaur, Winters Creek, and find you a nice big old fat walleye or two to catch while you're there. Probably more than two if you really try. These lakes are also going to be these lakes are also going to be good for your other toothy fish friends, the northern pike, and in some cases musky. These fish like cold waters, they like structure where they can hide and ambush. So if you're out there, if you know of some places where you can find some maybe some grassy areas or some trees or something like that that are pretty tangled branches where those fish can kind of hide and stay camouflaged, those are going to be spot on to what you need for pike and muskie, both. But what if you're not a walleye fan or a pike or muskie fan? What if you're a bass angler or even possibly a crappie angler? What are you going to do in the fall? Well, like we talked about earlier in the podcast, with the turnover of the lake, the fish are still active because the prey are less protected. The waters are not completely cooled off to their winter temperatures. So they're still warm enough for active fishing. So what you want to do is you want to target those areas where you normally find bass and do your normal bass fishing techniques. Throw out something that's going to look like a small fish that's running from cover to cover. Maybe you want to use some spin baits or even possibly something that looks a little bit lizardy or wormy or something like that. Those are going to be good things to use. But if you're going to get out there and you're going to go after the bass and the crappie, your normal techniques are still going to work for the most part. So go ahead, throw in the tackle, and get out there and chase after those bass and the crappie. Across the state of Nebraska, there are a lot of different fisheries that offer great opportunity for bass and crappie fishing. If you're anywhere across the state, you're going to probably find something to go after. Um, Wanahoo, Checklin, Weirspan, Carter Lake are all really great opportunities in the eastern side of the state. The Sandhills offer up really good bass fishing opportunity as well. You're going to find some chunkier bass in there. So if you get out into the sand hills, maybe take a look at Duck or West Long, maybe even Home Valley for those who want to hit the sand hills. Other places that are really good to go are your sand pits. Up and down the interstate, when they built the interstate, they opened up a lot of sand pits. So you've got opportunities all over along the interstate to go do some bass fishing. Places like Louisville Number 2 Lake, Bufflehead, Alexandria State Recreation, or DAR all offer really good opportunities as well. So you'll be able to find bass somewhere close by, without a doubt. If you're a white bass or a striper fisherman, you're going to need to get out into the open water. These are open water fish. They're active and they're going after those schools of small fish that now have lost their cover. 
So you want to get out, and this is one fish you're probably going to need a boat to go after. So you want to look at lakes like Harlan, Swanson, Calamus, Davis Creek, Sherman. They're all known for their white bass, striped bass fishing. Those are places that are very popular for that type of fish. So you can get out there, chase those in the fall. Additionally, if you like to fish for catfish, catfish are dark water fish. You know, they're, they're going to stay active up until probably the lakes freeze over and then they become much less active. But you're still going to find catfish out there. So don't hesitate on catfish. The one thing I'll tell you is if you're an, a nighttime fisherman for catfish, your nights are going to be a little cooler, so you definitely want to be prepared and make sure you've got the clothing to handle that cooler nighttime temperature. So besides these fish, another fish that a lot of people probably don't associate with Nebraska is trout. Now, trout are not native to Nebraska. That's fine. But we still have trout opportunities in this state. The state of Nebraska actually does a lot of stocking of trout in streams and lakes. The trout that are stocked in the eastern side of the state are there intentionally put for the taking. They will survive once the water temperature is low enough that they'll survive through the winter and into early spring. But as soon as that water temperature starts to warm up, if there are any that are surviving, chances are they're not going to make it much longer. However, in the sand hills in the western side of the state, the streams and the lakes will stay cold enough year-round to support those fish. So you will have opportunity even outside of the fall and winter months to go after fish if you want to go for them then. But we're talking about fall fishing and because the state stocks trout during the fall, this is a fantastic time to get out there and chase after the trout. The best bet is go to the Nebraska Game of Parks website and look and see when they're going to stock and where they're going to stock. Each year it varies because of different things in the weather patterns and different restoration projects based on you know what's going on with the state. So check the Game of Parks website and look for that stocking schedule if you want to go after trout and that'll help you kind of get an idea of okay if they're going to dump trout in say today I want to wait three four days so that those fish are somewhat acclimated to the water and then they're going to be actively feeding and doing normal fish things. The other thing with Nebraska is they offer a trout slam. So what this is, is kind of like the turkey slam, except in Nebraska, it's a trout slam. There's actually some other ones that they do, but trout slam is catching a brown trout, a brook trout, a rainbow trout, and a cut trout all from Nebraska waters. If you do this, you document it, you can submit to get your trout slam certificate from the state of Nebraska. It's just a neat little thing that they do to kind of get people enthusiastic about getting out there and doing some fishing. So as we've discussed, Nebraska has a lot of fantastic opportunity for fishing, even in the fall. So get out there and find yourself some fish to go after during the fall season. 
If you still have questions, reach out to me on Facebook through my Monument Hunts Facebook page, or you can email me at monument.hunts at gmail.com, and I can help you out with questions that you've got. Thanks for listening. If you have questions, reach out. And as always, stay safe out there, and we'll catch you next episode when we're going to talk about more wonderful outdoor activities in Nebraska.